It's coming. Here everything is. Almost. Filling in this week for the garage sale. Filling in this week on WTJU for the garage sale. Happening this week. Instead, happening this week. This will be Ken's last ever radio extravaganza, a live improvised sound collage. The garage sale proper will be back next week. The garage sale will be on every Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. on WTJU. It will be back next week. The garage sale will be back next week. Where will you be next week? the warm-up. We're coming into it. We may find it. We may notice that it's always here. We may give up before we start. All things are possible. You can exit at any time. You can exit anything you want at any time. You can always say no. And you can always change your mind. Please, let's find out.
know things that you don't know. I smell something significant. You know things that I don't know. Could be meaningful. If we don't hide things, then that's I guess if it weren't working, I wouldn't be able to. Um... Well, this is working. I can play that. I know that the not working is working. To say that you trust, that you tell someone that you belong. Hey, look that at you that. know that they will not tell well, hi. you hi. that they told anyone else that they don't think that you really think that you belong. But there's a feeling about the future. Really I just had a flash of it. Yourself thought. What happens? What happens in 35 minutes? What if nobody is here in 35 minutes? Then I'll be alone. And it's different from how I feel right now. Hello. Hi. I'm I'm listening to my uh my basement apartment over on JPA. God, we speak fluent Spanish, huh? <laughs> Jeez. I, you know what I noticed? Near the end of the book, when Grady goes to the prison, how to the violence, which is what up to that bad, the ferocious energy from your, mother, from your grandparents or whatever. Yes, but they were bigger, and I was like, yes, I understand all of that. Yes, you were small, and they were large, and they set the rules and all that. But you still didn't know how to get what it is that you want. And in families, where there's three, four, and five children, you'll find that uh, some people, in the, some children in the family, are able to figure out how to have a happy childhood, even in a, in a situation which other people would consider as negative, and others are just beaten down by it and, and feel that somebody else controlled them or, or did this to them. So I think it's important to even go back to your whole life. 
idea that I think everyone has at some point, probably not in childhood. There's a feeling later about the future. I just had a flash of it. What happens? History is real. Or what is happens in 35 uh, minutes? Think that this instant exists. And I'm not saying that I deny history. I think it's not real, but I'm it's kind of liberating to think that, uh, so, uh, to sort of decouple show 510. my thinking from anything in the past. Kind of they don't go in order. I guess I just mean that, uh, you know, but you can trace them on a lot, especially uh, spell them. Yeah, so you can shape the line however you'd like. <laughs> I feel kind of comforted knowing that there's someone who calls and you are independent. I can't speak to. I can only listen to. It seems essential to a therapy session. It should be lengthy enough. I don't know what was playing at 220. Seems substantial, yet concise enough to feel breezy. It should be serious with a slight wake. It should lay out a new course of action, but one that can change direction at any moment. If you must mention facts and figures, don't do so directly. The general thrust should remain embedded in one's mind forever. But specific words should be forgotten the moment they are heard. It should contain nothing that can't be confirmed or denied. Consists of drifting through time. time. Mysteries. Um, this is not a mystery. I think we're hearing bits of the last two shows that happened here, which I think are shows 510 and. There's a lot of things swimming with every human being. Seven. So many things. You can call in at 434-971-8678. If you call in, you'll be on the air. You can be. Honest. You can be experimental. If you call 434-971-8678, you'll be on the air. You'll be kind in whichever way you interpret that to mean. You'll be kind by being honest, by being present, by bringing the sounds you have, by bringing this kind of sound that you have. You're on the air. Oh, yes. Yes. 
some more. No. Okay. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes.
Memory of past judgments tells me that prejudging is not secure. And memory can't function consciously because, at these speeds, I can't think my way to safety. and it puts them right on the air. If you call 434-971 during this show. Yes, it will happen. Thank you. It's hard for me to answer the regular phone line, so I'm very busy. There's a lot going on. 
so call 434-971-8678. On the air. It happens on the air. Some things happen on the air. Some things happen on the air. You're on the air. Some things happen on the air. I was wondering if you uh, could please play the opening song from Forrest Gump. I was wondering if you uh, could please play the opening song from Forrest Gump. How does it go? Please play the opening song from Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. How does it go? What does it sound like? Play the opening song. Do you have the opening song? What is it? Do you have the opening song? 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 Every word we speak is creating our future. It's as though our thoughts go out into the universe and are accepted and brought back to us as experience. Now that is a very simple thing, but most people don't get it. They don't understand it. They've never heard it before and they think it's ridiculous. But if you can really accept the fact that every time you think a thought and every time you speak a word, you are literally painting your future, uh, making your dinner, uh, whatever you want to call it, you are creating. And you're creating your own life. And this is simple, but it's not easy to accept. But once you accept it, then you can start deliberately creating what you want in your life. And you begin to be aware of what you don't want in your life and how you are contributing to it.
have something. Hello? Hi. Hi. This is Ursula. Yes, it is. Hi. This is Ken. Are you there? Yes. Are you where you are? Yes. How does it feel to be where you are? What? How does it feel to be where you are? I feel cold. Do you like feeling cold? No. Are you used to feeling cold? What? Are you used to feeling cold? Do you expect to be cold? <coughs> Living in Poland, I am used to feeling cold. Do you accept the cold or do you wish for something other than the cold? What? Do you accept the cold? Do you say, this is what it will be, it will be cold, I will be cold? Or do you well, think... Well, that's the way you want to put it, sure, yeah. Or do you think, no, this time I won't be cold. It's going to be different today. Okay, I think this is a not needed topic. <laughs> You have rejected it. You have sent it away. You say, let's have the next topic. What are you doing now? Um, I have, uh, I'm, I'm sliding little slider dials around, little knobs, and um, there are buttons with lights, and I'm pushing them. And I'm looking at needles dancing around, and... Uh, I'm imagining I'm in Poland, and I'm listening to you. Oh. So, uh, the listening to your show, I think, out that. So then they're listening to you. What? They're listening to you if they're listening to the show. Yeah, they are. I hope that we are being entertaining. What? We have to be very interesting. We're having a conversation, but everyone is listening to it. Who? Everyone. And everyone means who? Well, think of everyone. Do you have that? you have everyone in your mind? Yes. I can't think of anyone who isn't listening. What are you doing? Sitting on my bed. Do you think your bed will be the same a year from now? I think so. Will you look back in a year and remember what your bed was like this year? 
I am glad you are here. What? I'm glad you're here. You're right here. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm here. Everybody misses you already. What? We all miss you. Everyone. Do I have any pets? Do I have any pets? Yes, I have. Um, I have neighbor pets. Neighbor pets. They they are. They come and visit. Neighbor pets. Well, Ramu misses you. Ramu, can Ramu um, come on the air? Well, Ramu miss. What? Can Ramu come onto the onto the show right now? Because he might add some interest to this moment. Mm, I don't think so. Well, everyone's going to have to use their imagination. How interesting Ramu would be if he were here right now. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, 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 bye. Perhaps we were getting ready to hear Ramu. We were getting ready. We are still getting ready to hear Ramu. We may be left. Perhaps. In- yes. Yes. Perhaps she'll call back in and have Ramu bark or tweet or meow or whatever Ramu does. Ramu may have many talents. We're all waiting for Ramu. I think that's pretty much what it's all come down to. Yes. That's the name of. That's the name of everything. It may even end up being the name of the show. Waiting for Ramu. Perhaps. Right at this moment, that's the name of the show. It's already happened, then. It was great. I can hardly remember it, but it was great. 
Poetry in Motion, it says on this book I'm looking at that I didn't know was here until I just looked at it. for waiting with us. Yeah. All right. We'll see if we hear from Ramu. I'm going to sign off. Yes. Keep asking for it. It will ha- it will come. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Yes. Keep asking for it. It will ha- it will come. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Yes. Keep asking for it. It will ha- it will come. Muscular or metal, one thing is clear. I have little memory, muscular or metal, of what I've danced. The specific movements my body executes when I improvise do not register consciously, and I can't reconstitute them. Improvisation is messy. There are everything. Imagine you edit it in your mind and you get just the parts you like, but you have to have parts that you don't like. You have to cross your boundaries of comfort. You have to move out into areas that you're afraid of, that you're uncomfortable with, that you don't like. You have to answer the call when it comes. You're on the air. I am sad. How are you? Sad? Did you say you're sad? Yes, I did. That's how it began. 
I know. It began. I'm sorry. Hopefully that's not how it will end. You're sorry for your feeling? You're sorry for telling me about your feeling? Mm, I think I'm sorry for telling you about it. But I will say this. Your show is what got me out of bed this morning. Did it make you feel less sad or more sad? It made me feel less sad. Your show always makes me feel less sad. Hmm. So does it make you feel less sad even when you're listening to someone who's apologizing for saying they're sad? (laughs) Um, Maybe my laugh is the answer, I guess. Okay. Then I don't think that you are sorry. I think you are. So you just wait, because now if I keep talking, you'll hear the tears too. I'm excited to hear the tears. I'm sorry, I cannot hear you. You cannot hear my tears. No. There's going to be an experimental dance, and, and, and I fantasize that some weeks we will just all cry. That will be the theme that week, to cry. And there will be rocking back and forth. Sometimes it will be gentle rocking, but sometimes it will be vigorous. Will there just be rocking, or will people be rocking the people, or... Some people will just sit in their own space and they will rock, but other people who aren't afraid of contact will sit next to another and they can gently rock into each other. happens if they're afraid? I did not hear that last part, I'm sorry. What happens if they're afraid? Um, the fear just grows until it's exhausted sometimes. I have to go now. Yes. I would like to keep listening, though. Thank you. Okay, thank you. You have, um, yes. I would like to keep listening. Yes. Do you have one word? One word? One motion. Thank you. People are calling in live to 434-971-8678. And then here they are. Here we are. This is called Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. This is a live improvised sound collage experiment happening on the radio that is called Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Filling in this week on WTJU.net. Filling in this week on WTJU, the radio station. Filling in for the garage sale. The garage sale will be back next week most every Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. here in this time zone. More information about Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza is at lastever.org or other famous places online. I feel transparent in the action, causing it only a little, and holding no residuals.
when working people took over General Motors, yeah, that's not a joke, people got scared, yeah, okay. Because uh, the next thing they'll come to their heads is, what do we need the bosses for? They're like, maybe they'll get as smart as the factory girls in Lowell, you know, 150 years ago and say, look, we don't need this guy, so we'll run it ourselves. You know? And you got to make sure that that doesn't happen, because that's really trouble. Whoops, here we have another phone call. You're on the air. Do you have something? Are you there? Is it working? You have ground hum. You are connected to the earth. Wipe that smile off your face! It's connected to everything. I'll give you something to cry about! I said no! I had to walk to school. It's here. 434-971-8678. We have it. Whatever it is, we have to accept it. We have to just try it on. We have to accept everything that's given to us. We have to just get used to whatever we have. We have to take what is handed to us. It's so loud. You're on the air.
choose the things you'll be proud of. Things that last. The side effect is negativity starts to lift away. Things like stress, traumatic stress, anxiety, tension, hate, anger, fear start to lift. So you live and work in more and more freedom. This heavy weight of negativity is killing us and that starts to lift away. So I say gold coming in from within, garbage going out. It's such a blessing for the human being. Intuition grows, 
creativity grows, ideas begin to flow more freely, the negativity constricts the flow of ideas. So you're, you're getting rid of that negativity, that conduit, that the flow of those ideas can flow very freely. It's worth making sacrifices to gain control over the things in, that you live your life with.
They prevent you from working. They don't let you do what it is that you're good at. They didn't want to hear about you when you took a subway to work. Now you take a cab. And you pay for it with your own money. And now they want to make you feel guilty for trying to work yourself to death. Charlottesville and WHAN Ashland Richmond on the air at 91.1 FM in Charlottesville 102.9 FM in the Richmond area online at WTJU.net you're listening to Ken's last ever radio extravaganza live here archives going back 22 years available at the webpage at lastever.org as well as on that large internet site that everybody gives all their information to. You can hear the shows that you missed. You can hear this show at some point at lastever.org. You can download them. You can find other ways to listen to them. This is a live improvised sound collage experiment. It's a great big mess. It's a great big wonder. Depending on who you are and where you are and how you are, it's alternatingly beautiful and hideous. It may feel like absolutely nothing. It may cure your ailments. It may make you focus on ailments you didn't know you had. Focus on yourself. Start feeling what it is that you have. See where you are. Start feeling where you are. Stop thinking about where you are. Start feeling where you are. See how long you can go. See how long you can go just feeling where you are. find yourself thinking, bring yourself back to your feeling. See how long you can do it. Different things may come when you're not noticing. I would like different things to come.
the connection with uh, how America treats their homeless. That's interesting. Well, I mean, we all know it. I mean, there's nothing to hide. It's, it's very obvious there are priorities that lie more in an arms race or supporting like a World Bank, which has its subsidiaries and its uh, uh, affiliates spreading, you know, develop the third world or whatever, you know, spreading its havoc across our continent, you know. It's more of like a police state now, more so than ever in the States, you know, We're controlling things that, that get the culture in trouble, you know, it's like a pressure cooker and never turning the stove off. It cooks and cooks until it explodes. There's going to be a war in America. It's coming, he said. He was restless and talkative. He said the signs were everywhere. In the high prices, the bad tempers, the gut worry, and the stupidity and greed of people. Bloody crimes were being committed in the cities and the criminals were unpunished. It was not going to be an ordinary war, he said, but rather a war in which no side was entirely innocent. them if the reason for which they fight a war is to expropriate somebody else's possessions and women because they will fight a merciful war they will not destroy the possessions and the women that they want to capture they want to enjoy them and that's a war based on simple ordinary everyday human greed the most awful wars that are waged are the wars waged for moral principles. You are a lousy communist. You have a philosophy that is destructive to religion and to everything that we love and value and reverence and therefore we will exterminate you to the last man unless you surrender unconditionally. Such wars are ruthless beyond belief. We can blow up whole cities wipe people out because we are not greedy. We are righteous. That is why the goody-goodies are the thieves of God. If you are going to do something evil, do it for a plain, honest, selfish motive. Don't do it in the name of God. Because if you do, turns you into a monster who is no longer human. I didn't know, sir. I had to have some way of testing my handiwork. 
I think he turned out rather well, don't you? Hmm? Evil turned out rather well. Mm -hmm. Do you mean you knew what was happening to us all the time? Well, of course. I am the supreme being. I'm not entirely dim. Oh, no, sir. I weren't suggesting that, sir. It's just that... Yes, I let you borrow my map. Now, I want every bit of evil placed in here. Right away. Yes. You really are a clever boy. Why did they have to die? You might as well say, why do we have to have evil? Well, we wouldn't dream of asking a question like that, sir. Yes. Why do we have to have evil? Ah. I think it's something to do with free will. Oh. One man an exceptional leader. We see here indications that it is his negative side which makes him strong. That his evil side, if you will, properly controlled and disciplined, is vital to his strength. I don't want to come across as a computer utopia now. I think there's a very, very powerful instrument that can change the way people think, the way people develop very profoundly. I think it could go for good or for bad. And in fact, I think that all the forces are such that the path of least resistance is to produce scarily, very scary effects on the way children will develop. As a child, you take over very young. and 385 of them were attitudes. The state said, we'll help you. And the programs were tested and then declared validated, meaning that they were proven to work to change the behaviors and attitudes of children in that subgroup. And that's what has been happening in Pennsylvania education since the 1960s.
it is, the more cruel and irrational, the more we respect it, the more we love it. This was the true kind of exposure of state power. This was really the way America was. It was willing to kill uh, and murder, not just uh, uh, thousands of miles away, but right on the west side of Chicago, if it felt its power slipping at all.
like I'm slipping. But do people who are actually slipping feel that way? Or is it always the really good people who are moving up who invariably think they're slipping because their standards are so high? Sometimes it's dangerous. Sometimes you do things and you regret 
you regret what happens. You regret harm that you've caused to someone. You regret harm that you've caused to yourself. Or you feel unsure. You feel unsure what it's all for, what it's all about. You're not sure you're the person to know. You think you shouldn't know. Maybe you feel a little bit ashamed. Maybe you feel ashamed because you're not using your power. You feel ashamed because you've seen somebody else using their power. You see them taking risks. You see them doing things they're afraid of. You see them trying to help. And you're not sure if you should do anything. And then before you know it, you look at yourself and you see you haven't done anything and you see that someone did something and you think you should have done something and you know you didn't do something and it wasn't your fault. You didn't know what you could do and nobody is encouraging you and nobody has shown you how to do that. Nobody has shown you how to use your power and share your power. Nobody has shown you how to work together, how to become vulnerable, how to trust, how to protect yet trust, how to do it together, how not to swing all the way over to one side, to move with caution, to move with awareness and listening. If you were just listening all the time, it would be a lot safer. You'd be in tune, you'd be in touch, you'd know what to do next, and you could step back because you'd know that you're not hearing now when those moments come when you're trying to listen and you don't hear anything. You know you need some silence. You'd know you need a moment. You'd know you need some space, and you would know that you could use your power to step back, to step back into silence, to say now, I need to find the voice, I need to hear it, I'm going to step back. You wouldn't retreat, you wouldn't hide, you wouldn't give up, but you would step back, you would listen, and you would wait until you heard it again. And you'll encourage others to do this, and you'll work with them, and you'll be watching. You'll make sure everybody is really listening, listening to themselves, listening to you, You'll keep watching each other. Make sure we'll all do it together. We'll make sure we're all making, we're listening. We're being present. We're being truthful. It's hard, but we'll keep trying. We won't give up. We'll keep trying. We won't give it up to someone else. We will keep trying. We won't give it up to someone else who says that it's up to them because it's up to you. Everything is up to you. You and me and everyone. It's up to all of us. It's not up to them. It's up to us. So we'll keep trying.
stage of the passage, from the small dance of standing to the linked falls of walking, to large swoops and dives from high points on other bodies. The act of falling has come to include an ability to adapt to the variables of distance, position and direction, and to intuit which part of my body will take the first moment of impact. first part that touches the ground, I can use as a lever. By extending to that part, I can unify limbs and torso to prepare a sequence, which will smoothly transmit my weight and accumulated momentum into the floor. Within the brief freedom of the fall, my body can convert a sudden accident into a controlled descent. The result of so many changes in spatial and kinesthetic orientation in a short time has caused me to understand space as spherical. The sphere is an accumulated image gathered from several senses, vision being one. As if quickly looking in all directions gives me an image of what it might be like to have a visual surface all over my body instead of skin. But skin is the best source for the image because it works in all directions at once. If we could turn the skin off, we would appreciate it much more. But the skin works most of the time on automatic pilot. The conscious mind is alerted if unusual stimulation appears on the surface of the body. But I don't notice the touch of my clothes or my weight in a chair most of the time. I find I am hanging by my skin and relying on its information to protect me, to warn me, to feed back to me the data to which I am responding. What can be learned by catching a hurtling body? The importance of timing, that there is such a thing as correct preparation. That understanding the technique with the mind is different than understanding it with the body. That momentum can be extended and used once the initial impact is absorbed or deflected. Trying to stop or hold too much weight is dangerous. The idea is to discover what is simplest to do. state of trust of the body and the earth, we believed we could learn to handle the forces involved in the physical interactions between two people who permit each other the freedom to improvise. The first instant of any fall is crucial. At that point, a role may be prepared, but if the preparation isn't made at the first moment, Falling takes place without guidance from the faller. What can a body do to be safe? Commitment to something which isn't happening is a barrier between me and my body's circumstance.
memory of past judgments tells me that prejudging is not secure. And memory can't function consciously because, at these speeds, I can't think my way to safety. If thinking is too slow, is an open state of mind useful? Seems to be. Deciding to learn falling skills, these have become muscle memories. I figured my chance of survival were greater with these skills than without an assessment of things to come. In this way, prejudgment and memory do play a part in what is happening now. Adults and children fall at the same velocity, although adults are more liable to injure themselves because their mass is greater in proportion to structural strength. It's possible to develop responses to deal with this safely. Slides, rolls, or full surface lines, which spin the light over as much of the muscle area as possible, are useful in contact improvisation.
do not recognize regulations nor the existence of hostilities. We recognize no authority save that within ourselves. Find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. scarcely gives a second thought to these extremely well-off people. He quite simply fails to appreciate the pressures that vast quantities of money just do not bring. Have you at home ever had to cope with this problem? To tell you the truth, all this, when I feel I'm teaching well, when I'm making myself clear, when I'm actually encouraging a student to think specifically and articulate more appropriately. When I feel this, I'm usually thinking of you. Does that embarrass you? A little. When I'm reading something that really excites me, for instance, I want desperately to share it with someone. 
It's you I want to insure. Why me? It's complicated. No, it's not. It's not? It's because you think I'm pretty. There they were. All going about their business. It seemed like I knew a secret. Something none of them knew. Like I had made it to the outside somehow and they were all still struggling way down below. is just a trail that is left behind. That's all it is. And so is the wake of your life. And the wake doesn't make the boat go, and neither does the wake of your life, the reason why your life is going in the direction that it is. The wake is a trail that is left behind, and it's an illusion to believe that it is the cause of your suffering or your struggles or your difficulty. Give it up. Let it go. Embrace it. Understand it. Get help doing that if you must. And then move into the
I wish you could talk to me. All of you, everyone, everyone who called, who called out into the, towards the night. There's a shape, there's sometimes a shape, there's a shape of feeling when you're, when you're in something, when you're having a conversation, when you're doing a piece of work, when you're having an intimate experience with someone, you feel a shape, you feel a time shape, you have a sense, you have a rhythm. You have something that you're used to. You have a memory, muscle memory, mental memory. Here's a different shape. Here's the shape of a, here's the shape of 15 minutes into an hour, into two hours, two hours, two hours improvising, experimenting using everything, having everything to say, leaving some things behind, speaking to some, and then realizing, no, this is only half of it. Because there's another show, there's another sound collage, there's another live sound collage coming up tonight, coming up at 11 p.m. Eastern time, depending on where you are, that's seven hours, seven hours after the show ends. The show ends in 13 minutes, a little bit less, and then in seven hours, a show begins again. Ken's last ever radio extravaganza live improvised sound collage experiment. This may be show number uh, 515, something around there. There's going to be another one. Have to do some more. Have to do it again. All those calls that happened, you can call again. You can call and try to make the same call again. We'll try to have the same conversation. Every day that we meet, we should have the same conversation. When we ride the bus together, when we're on the train, when we're somewhere in public, and we see each other and we see familiar people around us, let's try to have the same conversation that we had before. Let's try to have it exactly the same as we had it before. Maybe the look in our eyes will be different, but we'll be here. You know, all the things, there are all these things that went in. I'm going to, I'm going to write them down. I'm going to type them up. They're going to be posted on the website at lastever.org eventually so we can figure out together what all the samples were that came together to make this possible. I feel grateful to those who created the things that were sampled, and I feel grateful to those who pointed me in the directions, who listened to and played the things. I feel grateful to everyone who's here now, everyone who's listening, everyone who's listening in front of me and listening online and listening far away, and those who have called and the friends and the email messages, and yes, even on that large social network in vogue today. All those forms and everything and your feelings and the ones that aren't expressed and those feelings that aren't even happy and the calls that came in and the calls that are still going to come in to 434-971-8678. If you call 434-971-8678, what happens is just like this, you're on the air. Hi. Sometimes it's hello. I can't hear you very well. So you just have to go. Be. Say something. Make it. <laughs> I'm scared to death to call. But, so do you think you'll call? Do you think you'll call even though you're scared? That's what I'm doing. 
Do you think that it is bringing you to death? To death? You said you're scared to death. <gasps> no, I don't think so. Maybe our fears are sometimes larger. Yes, than what really is. Mm-hmm. Thank you for letting go. <laughs> you inspired me to call. I'm looking forward to it all being over. Are you going to be sad that it's over? I'm going to be sad that it's over. Mm. I'm going to be relaxed that it's over. I'm going to be resting that it's over. Will you be sad? A little bit, yeah, I will. But then we can look forward to the next. We can keep ourselves going in the present by imagining the future. Mm. We can just leave the present altogether. Mm, I do that quite often. I'm trying to stay in the present. <laughs> we can give up all hope. Hope is about the future. How do you, how do you have hope and at the same time stay present and not get too fixated on the future? Does that make sense? Maybe we have to treat the future with delicate distance. We can, we can find what's present. What about the present made us create that future and can we come back to that present thing? to ask, oh, what will we do? But... Good question. We can let go of everything. You can let go of everything. One thing at a time. <laughs> Easier said than done. Just one thing. What's something you could let go of? Mm. Fear of the future? Fear of what 
I want in the future not happening? What about you? I'm letting go of your fear of the future. <laughs> it's so easy. Do you like where you are? Hmm. At the moment, yes. Are you afraid? Oh, there's always a little bit of fear there. I'm nervous. I don't think I'm afraid. Yes, I am definitely nervous. We can just trust ourselves. We have it. Yeah. Maybe we carry some old memories of voices of suggestions that we didn't have it, but we have it. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Maybe somebody else thinks we don't have it because, I mean, it wouldn't be theirs to have, but we have it. We have our own. We have it. That's true. How would they know or not know? ask a question. <laughs> Do you believe in love and first touch? Love at first touch. Love is a word. It's you, many things. Do you believe in talking about love? Mm. Partly. Interestingly, the time is up in this radio show. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for calling. The show, the show. Will we pick up the show, the show? Will we pick up where we left off? Will we pick up the show, the show? Will we pick up where we left off? Will we pick up the show, the show? Will we pick up where we left off? Will we pick up the show, the show? Will we pick up where we left off? At 11 p.m. At 11 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time, in seven hours, Ken's last ever radio extravaganza comes back onto the air. Oh my goodness. Two more hours. Something. Something different. Something else. Something more. 
something besides, something other. I'm really glad that everything happened. I'm really glad that you're here, that you were here. I don't feel hopeful. I feel happy. I feel present. I feel love. I don't feel hopeful that everyone is going to change and make it and make it the way that needs to be and, and rise to their power. I just know that they are doing that. And so that's it. That's it for now. Lastever.org, information about Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza, upcoming schedule, email list, listening to other shows that have happened. There are 510 or more. They go back 22 years, and there's going to be one more seven hours from now, and I hope that you're here, and I hope that you're here. And I say goodbye now. Here comes something else. There's going to be live music here. Live music in a studio. It's going to be here. Thank you.